Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. David. Hello, Tim. How are you today? I'm hey there, Delilah, Delilah, Delilah. I'm a thousand miles away, but girl, I'm staring at your titties because they're soft. Wow, because my penis is also soft. soft. Yeah, it's soft. (laughs) Wow, who sings that? Plain white guys. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Plain white tees. Uh, Cheers to you, sir. Cheers. I got, I bought a couple of uh, Guinness's Dark. 
This is the first beer that I drank that actually got me to enjoy beer mm-hmm. because it tastes it has chocolate notes, mm-hmm. coffee notes. It's so dark and rich and deep and very delicious. Oh, it's like Idris Elba. Yes. You know, dark and rich and delicious. And kickboxes for fun. Yes, and has a great accent. And he has a huge cock. Oh, I believe it, mate. Yes, why are we peasants from... (laughs) Well, because that's just how I imagine Idris Elba talking, bro. Would you like this Idris Elba cock? (laughs) I'm in the Suicide Squad. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure my daughter comes to college. (laughs) But I I brought these Guinnesses for us specifically because... McDonald's sent us some McRibs. It is their last, supposedly, this might be the last McRib tour. I think that's all just a marketing scheme. Like, you know, they give it to us and they take it away and then they give it to us again. But this might be the last one, they said. I got to tell you something. Nostalgia is based around the McRib because the McRib reminds me of the rib sandwiches that I got in elementary school. Dude. Come on. That is 100% why I love the McRib. People are always like, Tim, why do you love the McRib so much? It's disgusting. I say, first of all, shut the fuck up, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So you tell me, don't tell me how to live my fucking life, you fucking, ooh, ooh, you ugly piece of Okay, I'm that person. Okay, here we go. And I'm a hot girl too, by the way. Okay, I'm eating my, I'm about to eat my McRib. And what? Why are you eating a fucking McRib? Aren't you like a food guy? First of all, Let's have sex. <laughs> <laughs> but, but look, I also, I loved cafeteria food growing up, right? And, and we've talked about this before where it was almost kind of my first introduction to a lot of Americanized food, right? American food where it's like, you know, I wasn't eating fucking sloppy joes at home. Mm-hmm. I wasn't eating like, you know, I don't know, um, uh, like lap. I was eating lap. <laughs> so it's like I wasn't eating these like, you know, I, I, and I kind of grew to love this like processed saucy meat. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I really love the McRib. I always have. And um, they're blessing us with some today. And not only that, David, so they brought gifts for you. Whoa. Let me tell you something, McDonald's. <laughs> oh, look. Hey, yo. Yo, look at this crew neck they say. Got a sick, bro. Dude, McDonald's, what is this? Fabric cloth that clearly <laughs> yes! I'm using Wow. to cover my body. Wow. Can I tell you something? It only took me uh, 10 years to finally get something from McDonald's. <laughs> there was a certain point online where McDonald's was getting mad because every fan would comment on every post, sponsor David So, sponsor <laughs> David So, which is probably the reason why they didn't want to sponsor me. Probably. You, you like harass them. Yo, they also got free promotion for no reason. And whatever promo company is like reaching out for McDonald's uh, with this, they were like, hey, we'd love to send you and David some McRibs to eat on Dudes Behind the Foods. I was like, amazing, hey, is there any money behind this? And they're like, unfortunately, blah, blah, blah. I was like, whatever, fucking give me the McRibs, right? Yes. But then I was like, and then I was going to ask her, hey, is it okay if we drink alcohol while we, I was like, wait, I'm not even going to ask. They're not paying a shit. We finna get drunk. <laughs> McRibs and beer. Yay. So I brought the, um, I had a bunch of Guinnesses in my fridge and I kind of felt like they would pair well. With the sweetness of the McRib, you know. He thinks he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, would you like a Guinness beer with your McRib? <laughs> Please. I love it. 
I'm Idris Elba. <laughs> Would you like a dark Guinness with your mick rib? You know what they say, the dark or the berry, the sweet or the juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, wow. Okay, so fun. They said, this isn't goodbye. It's a see you later, possibly, maybe, from your friends at McDonald's. Oh, you guys are teasing the cock. They are teasing the cock, mate. We're giving this Rockstar Sandwich its farewell tour it deserves and celebrating some of its greatest hits. Okay. Well. <laughs> oh, yes. Are you excited? I am. I got to tell you something, man. You guys know how much I love McDonald's. Yes, I get it. We eat fancy food, but nothing beats nostalgia. And it's, it's not even just nostalgia, dog. Literally, it's tasty. Oh, chicken. Tell me a better fucking chicken McNugget that anybody else has. <coughs> to the point where people call other chicken nuggets just chick, chicken McNuggets. Yeah. And it's not. The other day, dog, I was leaving something. I was starving. I needed food. I was about to pass out. I pulled into a McDonald's. Oh, so I, dramatic. Oh, dog. No, I was like at the wheel, falling, passing out. I fucking started seizuring because I was so hungry. No, I think that's it's seizing. No, seizuring. Is it? I had a seizure. No, no, no. It's called scissoring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Blah. seizing is the like verb of when you have a seizure. I think so. Oh, whatever. I believe you. Um, Don't believe me now. I'm sure. So, <laughs> no, I wasn't really having a seizure, but I was so hungry. I was like, I need a fucking quarter pounder. And you know me, I don't eat cheese, so I didn't even get it with cheese, even though the new quarter pounder with cheese is so fucking bomb. I killed some nuggets, um, and it was like, it just took over my whole body, dog. And look, I know we're giving them mad free promo right now, but I don't care. Yeah, no. <laughs> Who cares? It's McDonald's. Here's some McNuggets for you. Oh my God. And y'all know, ooh, they got the sweet and sour. Ooh. I told them they better get me some hot mustard. If they didn't get me no, yes! Got the hot mustard. Mustard. Um, fries. And fries. Wow, wow. What a treat. What a blessing. Wow. This is a beautiful day. Um, and you know what? Maybe this is very, you know, yes. C'est magnifique. Um, I wake up every day. I look at my woman and I say, how come you don't smell like fries? I say, why do you smell like a fromage? Oh. Why does your pussy remind me of a charcuterie board? Because I like it. Eh, stinky. Eh, stinky. I like it very much. I would pair your stinky vagina with a, uh, champagne. Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> well. Are you ready to get down on this McRib, my guy? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's fucking get it, dog. And let's let's talk about what we're experiencing here. We have this tangy, uh, sweet barbecue sauce mm -hmm. paired with this soft bun with lovely flecks of, I believe, uh, semolina flour? What is this? I don't know. Uh, little dinky sliced onions with those tangy pickles. Mm -hmm. With mm -hmm. that beautiful processed meat. <laughs> Ooh, yes. And it is pork ribs, my friends. Mm -hmm. Cheers. Cheers, my guy. Mmm. I'll tell you. A fresh McRib. A fresh McRib. It's like, mmm. I know some people are weirded out 
by the fact that like it's shaped to look like whatever it's shaped to look like. But we also love spam. Mm. Very true. If you love spam, which everybody should like spam, you do. You better not judge a McRib eater, bro. I am being transported right now. I am in my elementary school cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Armando Garcia is pulling his eyes back, calling me a ching chong. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, who cares, Armando? Your name sounds like armadillo. And armadillos are ugly. Yeah. And then he punches me in the face. Mm. And now we're best friends. Wow. Wow. I took you back. Okay, I will take a bite as well. Where is it taking you to? Mm. Mm. Sauciness. Bitterness. Mm. Happiness. Mm. Takes me back. Mm. First time. I'm in college. Wow. I'm eating ass. For the first time. Tangy. Oh. Saucy. Wow. Mm. Makes me happy. Mm. I love it. Wow. Let me take a bite. Yes. Oh, wow. Mm. I'm back to the first time. My wife used to be nice to me. Oh, whoa. This is amazing. A long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) It's taking you way back. (laughs) Oh, oh, here's what I like to do. I like to get a little bit of hot mustard. (gasps) That little bit of hot mustard on there. For the first time in forever. (laughs) And look, I know we're being funny, but I really do like McRibs. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It just... uh, Oh, dude, this with hot mustard, you're genius. Dog, I know that. <laughs> you think oh. I don't know that? Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't have a McRib without hot mustard now. Mm-hmm. It's like when you get some actual mm-hmm. ribs with, like, some... Like, like the, with, that, with that, um, there's, like, a mustard barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh. Not, isn't that great? That nice little tanginess of that mustard... A little bit of spice, everything nice. Their hot mustard is actually, um, it's mustard barbecue sauce. I just con- I just connected that in my head. You know what? It I is th- that. That is, that is uh, an accurate assessment that you just made. A lot of people don't even know that McDonald's has hot mustard. Mm-mm. Like The best. Uh, it's, it's so great. I'm glad they've never discontinued it because like I feel like I'm the only one that asked for it. And uh, it just makes me happy. Hot mustard and the sweet and sour is the shit. Mm-hmm. Oh. You could tell how much I love it because it's already gone. <laughs> Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, so I was also going to tell you, today is a beautiful day for another reason. My child <gasps> has been saying mama a lot. Like, for the first time, like, the past few weeks, and I, I feel like I was there for the first moment that this happened. Veda, you know, because she's always been kind of being like, Mama, dad, dad. Like just mm-hmm. making noises where we're like, <gasps> she said mama, she said dada. But she didn't know what the fuck she was saying, right? Mm-hmm. The other day, Chia went to go take a shower. Me and Vader were playing. And I saw it happen, bro. It was such a trip. She like was there and she went, mama. And it was like, oh, she knows what the fuck she's saying right now. Mama, mama. And was wow. looking for Chia, bro. And now she will like, when she wants Chia, she goes, mama. And she knows, right? And so I'm, like, trying to get her to say dada or dad, right? And so I was, like, literally yesterday, I'm with Veda feeding her. Showed her a picture of me and Chia. I'm, like, pointing to Chia. Who's this? Mama. Okay, pointing to me. Who's this? Mama. (laughs) And I'm, like, 
No, I'm Dada, okay? Who's this, Mama? Who's this? Mama. I was like, damn it! But then today, bro. You're so dumb. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> you idiot. So today, I woke up, went into the living room. Chia and Vader are already in there. She came around the corner and was like, Dad. I was like, <gasps> oh, yes. You know what's interesting? It's usually that the kid says Dada first before Mama. Yeah, because they say it's the easier, like, noise to make or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, she did say, she okay, she made the noise. The dad dad noise first. Mm. Like I have a, a reel on on Instagram of her being like, dad dad, and me getting excited, right? But that's just me being like, hey, say dad dad. She goes dad dad. Oh, okay. So she's not actually saying it's you. She doesn't know who the fuck it was, you know. So this is like I I saw her realize what mama meant, and now she says it all the time. And now she finally like saw me and was like, dad. I was like, oh man. I'm gonna teach my kid when I have one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm associate Mario's picture with dum dum. <laughs> Just to make Meredith mad. Dum dum. Dum dum. It's like, no, mama. No, 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 no. Dum dum. I've always debated how fun might it be to make up some weird accent and speak to my child that way. I want, if I had multiple kids, different <laughs> accents for every kid. <laughs> Hello. What are you doing? <laughs> and they're like, where are your kids from? All from here. I just had fun. <laughs> like, where are you from? Um, K-Town? <laughs> I am from K-Town? <laughs> you think you're so funny. <laughs> Every day, they make fun of me at work. <laughs> <laughs> um, Have I ever... Um, I was, no, I was going to ask you this. David So, when you poop, do you take your pants... Like, when you're at home pooping, do you still have your pants around your ankles or do you take them off? Well, I'm an adult and I'm not a child, so I don't put it all the way down to my fucking ankles. Do you? Wait, what do you mean? Hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. You put your pants all the way down your ankles? No, I'm saying, do you have your pants around your ankles or do you take them off and put them somewhere? Those are the two options? What, what, what's, your, what's your option? When you take a poop, you, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> they go all the way down? Oh, well you, wait, you poop, where, where are your pants when you poop? I just pull it all the way to the knees. Area. Really? I don't have to pull it all the way down. I take my pants all the way fucking off. Wait, when you go pee at a urinal. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's different. Do you put all the way down to your ankles or do you take it off? No. <laughs> when you pee in a urinal, only your penis has to be out. When I poop at home, um, my pants and underwear are all the way off in a corner in the middle, in like the corner of the bathroom. Because I do not like feeling I have to push my legs I have to keep my legs together. When I shit, I'm like fucking spread eagle dog. I like my shit to be as comfortable, comfortable, and as wide as I can possibly get, so I can chill. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Do you ever do anything normal? I think, <laughs> I think I don't do anything normal because the normal people are stupid. Everyone does everything wrong. Like, why would you keep your pants on? Because it's easier to put back on. It's not that hard to put pants back on, dog. I need a camera at your house at all times. <laughs> this is literally the fucking weirdest thing I've ever heard. So you take it off, you scrunch into a ball, and you throw it at the. <laughs> <laughs> I just take everything off and I kick it to the corner or I kick it to the side. Get away from me! <laughs> I feel like if you have something that's literally like constricting you, then why be like, I'm at home, I don't have to go anywhere, why just have it there on you still? <laughs> no! 
And well, maybe I see when you say things, you say these with such confidence. I feel like I'm the odd person out now. <laughs> well, look, I brought that up because I posted a picture of Veda in the bathtub when I was trying to shit. And people, I had a handful of comments of people confused. They were like, LOL, why are you bottomless though? And I was confused. I was like, I'm taking a shit. And then I realized they were confused because they didn't see my pants on my legs still. And I'm like, and I'm confused. I was like, you keep your pants on, on your legs when you shit at home? And I'm like, y'all are lucky. Normally I would shit completely naked. That's the way I like to shit. Take everything off. And I'm butt naked shitting free. Because then you don't have to worry about fucking your shirt, holding your shirt, your fucking shit around your ankles. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck is going on right now, man? Dog, your pooping situation is a lot of work. No, it's the least amount of work. No, you have to take off all you to put it back on. When I'm at home, <laughs> I'm <laughs> when I'm home, I'm literally just wearing either underwear or pajamas. So I just Take it down and put it down. <laughs> and then I start making a sandwich <laughs> on my lap. You no. don't do this. No, that that adds, that makes it less comfortable. I'm saying I'm completely free of anything. You don't make, and when did you start doing this? Ever since I was a little kid. And your dad didn't stop you? Tim, what the hell? No, because it makes sense. Why would you have clothes on while you're pooping? Tell me, tell me this. Let me ask you this. You're making me second guess my <laughs> life choices and I don't like it. I think, okay, let me ask you this. What is the point? Well, I mean, I guess you said so you can put it back on faster. I mean, it's like a two second difference. You know what I'm saying? Go home and try and poop completely bottomless, dog. <laughs> Without- Tim has sex with his boxers on. <laughs> oh, I would never. <laughs> uh, because, Opposite world. Because like I said, I like to be the most comfortable when I'm doing things. You know what I'm saying? I Look, I feel like, oh, that's a perfect example. Do you keep your boxers on when you have sex? No. Well, then. You are an idiot. <laughs> what do you mean? Because if you're doing something... That is like, like keeping your underwear on while you're having sex is like less comfortable, right? It's like, why not just take it off? Which is what we all do. We get naked when we have sex because it's like, who's going to keep clothes on, right? (laughs) I want to live in your world one day and see. I think you should. It's way better. See, (laughs) when, listen, this is why I I never, ever sign up to go to court for anything because people can convince me of anything. (laughs) That's why I don't know if Anand Syed killed that girl or not. <laughs> it's serial podcast. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It makes sense, but it doesn't make sense to me. Let me ask you this. What doesn't make sense? Just the amount of effort it takes for you to poop. Like for you, it's it's less effort. For me, it's more effort. Because I'd rather just pull it down, mm-hmm. poop. But then again, here's the thing about me. How long does it take for you to poop? I'm there for like 10 minutes is a short one. Wow, 30 seconds on average for me. Oh, okay. Well, then that's the difference. I'm fast. Like, that shit shoots out of me like it's like a a fucking letter going through a tube at a bank in the 1950s. Boom, boom. (laughs) Like, just all the way through. So I think that's the difference. That makes sense then. Because um, I look at pooping as a very, like, 
therapeutic, enjoyable experience. I just pictured music in them. <laughs> <laughs> like when I poop, dog, I, I look forward to it. You know what I'm saying? I, oh. I know I've eaten. I've been eating so much. Like I know there's like, I know the level of relief and just like bliss that comes after a good poop. I sit there. I don't rush shit. I don't even push. I fucking sit there when I feel like I have to push. I let my body do its thing. I fucking get naked. I sit there. I relax. There's nothing holding my legs together. There's no shirt I have to hold up. I get on my phone. I'm chilling. I prop my feet up on my squatty potty. And then that shit just eases out at its own pace. I'm like, that was good. But then I don't get up right away because I know there's more. So sometimes I'll relax after that first wave. I'll wait like another five minutes because I know there's a little more there. And I'll have like multiple waves of poo while I'm sitting there for that like 20 minutes. And by the time I'm done and I fucking wet wipe or wash my ass, I feel like I fucking, I've hit nirvana. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I've left, I've left my, my. I had no idea <laughs> pooping was that important to you. Dog, it's so important to me. Dude, I try to release poop out of my butt. Like I'm working a part-time job at a place I'm trying to close up shop. Like get the fuck out. <laughs> and I just blast it out. I clean it up and I'm right the fuck out. Nah, man, not for me. If you're if you look at it like a cleaning up after a part-time job, I'm looking at it like the fucking cigarette after I get off work. That is that is my pooping experience. I'm so we're so different in our poops. <laughs> but then again, I don't think that most people poop that as fast as I do. I poop really fast. Mariel's like, did you pee or poo? I'm like, <coughs> both. That's insane to me. I take two minutes to just wipe my ass because I'm trying to get everything. My shit shoots out so fast, my butthole's clean as hell. <laughs> you know what? I don't know if I believe you. All right. You want, you want to see it? Prove it. <laughs> Prove it. Well, guys, we'll be right back after this poop and break. <laughs> Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, 
indoor or outdoor. You can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, y'all, it's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks. So, now, I will tell you this, though. It is extra work for me when I'm pooping in public. Because, like I said, I... Napkin. Because, like I said, I don't like to feel constricted on my legs. So, I won't take my pants off when I sit in public. But here's what I do. I will... I'll show show you right now. So, like, I sit down. I, I I lay the... Toilet seat cover, of course. I lay thee down to bed. <laughs> I lay thee down before my excrement release. I lay down the toilet seat cover. I put down the little pieces of toilet paper to, you know, hit the spots that the toilet seat cover doesn't cover, right? And then, here's what I'll do, bro. Take off one shoe. I take off the one shoe. And then, I will take my pants and underwear off. One side. I thought you were just going to let me know. But <laughs> <laughs> One side. <Okay. laughs> and then, so now, I'm, and then I have my, my foot back in my shoe, and now I'm chilling like this, where all where everything is on the side, on one side right here, so I can fully spread my legs and shit. So I don't have my, the fucking pants constricting me. That is where the effort, extra effort does come in. How long do you uh, poo at public places? As long as I need to. Oh, you've been there for a hell of a long time. Yeah. For if really? I need to. If it's not like if it's not like a huge line of people or it's not like, you know, something where I need to rush, no, nah, I will take my time there too. You're a fucking psychopath, dude. I just value my own. I value myself. I'm not going to make myself feel uncomfortable for other people. So Robin Couch mentioned something very interesting. She said there's a split divide between your butt. No, there's a split divide (laughs) between people who wipe while they sit or stand, which I didn't even think that was a question. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck is that about? So here's what people do. And I didn't know about this until I got older. Um, Because, um, hold on, it's going to swig some beer. Because I would hear about the um, standing up to wipe, and I never understood it. But when I started, um, like, diversifying the direction in which I would wipe, um, I started standing up more. Or I, I, tr- I tried the standing up. Because here's what you do. It's like, 
I think when you're wiping a certain way, it's just a little comfortable to, to get up a little bit and then get under there instead of like standing up and then wiping. Like, let's say you wipe back to front or no, front to back, right? I think some people, for them, it's just a little more uh, comfortable if you're standing up a little bit. It's, it's not like you're standing straight up and wiping your ass while your cheeks are close together. You're standing up. So your ass is out a little bit, and then you get a more comfortable um, front-to-back situation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't wait to go watch this podcast again. <laughs> this is the most ridiculous. <laughs> this is the most in-depth I've ever talked about ass wiping before. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's not that much thought to me. Just do it until you don't see nothing. Well— I mean, I mean, apparently you're you've been you shit so fast the shit don't even get on your shit. So I mean, for me, I wipe until I don't see anything on the dry paper, and then I wet wipe, and then it's crazy. You can wipe until your fucking ass hurts with the dry, but then you get the wet wipe, and you still get a little bit off the wet wipe. You're like, oh shit. Then I wet wipe till I can't see shit, and then I'm like, okay, now I'm good. Um, it's always dry first, wet wipe after. Yeah. And then I do a dry again. And then I also would try another dry, yeah. And if I, but that's only if I don't have an option to like, you know, w- actually wash my ass. Um, do Koreans have any type of tabo situation? You know what that is? What the fuck is that? The little metal bowl. What? Come on, I'll tell you right now. <sighs> I'm learning so much about butts today. <laughs> so, Thai people and Filipinos, and I'm not sure what other country, um, they have these things next to the toilet. It's a little bowl. It's specifically for after you wipe. This was before wet wipes. After you dry wipe your butt as much as you can, you get the tabo, which is what it's called in, in Tagalog. <laughs> and uh, you get your, uh, you get some water and you just use the water with your hands to like kind of like wash your butt one more time. You know what I'm saying? But you don't touch your butt. You touch your butt. Oh, but there's poopy on the hand though. No, you wiped all the poop away from the, with the toilet paper. Oh. Yeah. So it's like you're it's like it's like when you're like, you know, it's like you're doing a, a shower, but just with a, a bowl in your hand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. So I would do that when I was younger. Um, if I didn't have time to take a whole ass shower, I would shit, wipe my ass as much as I could with the dry paper, and then I would also get like a little soap and water and wash my butt with a little bowl, which is like right next to the toilet. And uh, I know that's a Thai thing. It's called a kan in Thai, and in in the Philippines it's called a tabo. What the fuck is going on today? I have no idea. Well, I know that. I, well, Korean people already use bidets. Okay. So, Even the poor ones? Yes. They just get a, a slave to spit at their butt. <laughs> <laughs> no. They, um, <laughs> the, like, I remember when I first went to Korea when I was, uh, well, not first, but I think I was like eight years old. And mm-hmm. there was like bidets there and I wouldn't use it. Because mm. it was so weird having something shoot up my ass. Right, right. And as you get older, you like anal. So <laughs> then you're like, but now it's like you have a bidet. It's the best. Yeah. Like you don't have to worry about. It's literally the bidet goes up and then you're just wiping water off your butt. That's it. That's how clean it is. It's so, literally the cleanest. When I was in Thailand, um, when we went to the the more the people that had money, they had a little hose attached to their toilets that you could that you use like that, like a bidet mm. or um, you know, in place of the can, the little mm. bowl. You know what I'm saying? But like you can you can. But like uh, you know, the the people that were less money, 
Use that trusty bowl, man. And I was at my parents' house the other day, and I had to take a quick shit, pick my dad up from the airport. And, um, and quick you know, shit, by the way, is 15 minutes for Yeah, pretty much. And I was like, and I was there, and I was like, I don't, and they, they didn't have any wet wipes. And, um, you know, before the wet wipes days, I would, like, take a paper towel or, like, a napkin into the bathroom, wet it or whatever. But my parents didn't have any wet wipes. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if they have the con there. And I looked under the sink. I was like, yes. And I used it for the first time in years. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel so fresh. I feel amazing. <laughs> so the bowl, metal bowl is just, you just fill it up with water. Yeah. 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 What the fucking hell? I'm learning so many things. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done butt sex? Um, uh, anal, as I used to call it. You know what? It, you know, tried it a couple times in my life. wasn't my favorite. I did not like it. Yeah, not my thing. I, I only tried it once. Didn't fucking like it. To clarify, we're talking about uh, inserting, not being penetrated. Oh, I'm talking about penetrated. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I didn't like it. You know, <clears throat> I wonder if like the idea, because, okay, so if you guys have never tried anal before, right? <laughs> and it was not my idea. There was a girl that I with that liked it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't, you know? And the reason why, because... I feel, and I'm not sure if you agree with this, it's only tight at the front part and the inside was not very gratifying. I see what you're saying. There's no like grippy. And then also too, poop comes out of there. And it was just hard for me to kind of like get rid of that thought. So (laughs) that was always my main thing. I was getting soft. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I didn't like it. It was like the poop was throwing me off, poop aspect of it. And also like, it's so hard to get in at first. It was like, it's just yeah. throwing me all off. I was like, I... Like, this isn't right. Yeah. It feels unnatural in the sense of like, it's just, it's just, it's a pursed lip. Like, don't come in here. But some people love it, dog. Yeah, she liked it. I, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I know girls that are like, prefer it to vaginal sex. They prefer the anal. It uh, hits like a spot. Or yeah. Something. I knew a girl that said she, she comes harder from anal than regular sex. And I was like, wow, well. Uh, good for you. <laughs> and whenever like fucking Shannon Boudram is trying to be like, you know, the, the man has a G-spot up his butt. I'm like, good for them. Good for them. <laughs> I do not. I'm okay. I don't like it. I'm all right. I don't like it at all. That's some weird shit. Like, I, I, let's not say weird. Everybody has preferences. <laughs> I just can't get over it. Like, it's just too, like mentally, it's just not there. Not like, for me. Like, I remember this girl too. Like, she enjoyed it so much. Like the most thing I would do is like use a finger because mm-hmm. like if you like it, fine, I could do that. Yeah. But then I didn't know, too, that there was like a whole process that you had to do before you have anal sex. Oh, you mean like the warming up? and Oh, no, you mean no, like the um, the cl- like eating clean ah. and then douching everything like the amount of work that it takes to have anal. <laughs> right, right. I had no idea. I literally didn't know that that's what you have to do. Um, I've heard of people, you know, taking muscle relaxers. Um uh, of course, yes. Uh, flushing your system out. Um, like I, I, I heard if like anal is your 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 thing that you love, and you know you' about to get your hole penetrated that night. It's a whole thing. Muscle relaxers, uh, douching, um, drinking stuff to cleanse your system to make sure that thing is clean as a whistle. See, I don't. I don't even like watching that shit in porn. I hate it. I click out every time. Yeah, same here. So yeah. that's the thing. It's like, I remember the first time I saw it in porn, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, okay. I, I was just kind of like, mm, I don't like this. Yeah. And then 
I saw it go into the butt and then into the mouth. And I was like, nope, I'm done. I'm done. That's poop mouth. Yeah. I'm okay. And then they kissed after. I was like, nope. I'm yeah, done. when I, I, it's not gonna lie, man. Look, I know everybody has their thing. I know anal porn is very popular, but when I'm watching like a, like a pretty ass girl getting sexed up and I'm like, you know, you kind of scroll through a little bit and when I see it in the butt by the end, I'm like, all right, I gotta find a new video, man. <laughs> I'm out. And I find her tag, I DM her, I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking poopy mouth. I have her come on the podcast and it's like, you know. Cause in my that. mind too, I'm like, how much you get paid for that? How much you get paid to have somebody go in your butt and then stick that shit right back in your mouth? And then that guy kisses you right after. And then he goes, put it back in the butt, then in your vagina, then back in the mouth. I'm like, this is a lot yeah. of penetration here. Maybe they love it. I don't know, man. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't look at it. It's just weird. But the worst is when they do the, you ever heard of the gaping? Like when they pull the hole open and you can like see in there and shit. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? When you get into like the anal shit, like there's some where they're like, oh, it's like, and it's a whole thing. Like they'll like pull the, you can, so you like, they'll pull the hole. It's, it's, it's pretty gr- disgusting. <laughs> you know why that grosses me out? There was a video years ago that surfaced of this guy who was powerlifting uh-huh. and he tore his rectum mm. and his fucking uh, rectum came out of his butt. And it looked like shit, but it was his rectum and his, like, insides. Rectum? Damn near killed him. (laughs) (laughs) I was suddenly teleported to, like, this fucking black and white talk show. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen something similar. I think we talked about this. Same shit where a girl, like, got into a pool, but I guess her shit was already just so loosened up. She got into a pool, she was able to, like, have her fucking asshole, like, come out in the water. Like, bro, it was, it was coming out like it was a fucking, like... Uh, I don't think we talked about it. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it was it was terrible, dog. No fucking way. Yeah, bro, the same way his shit fell out, her shit was so, like, loose out of her body, in her body, that it was just out, dog, in the water, fucking floating around. Like a fucking alien? Like, like a, um... Chitlin, <laughs> just hanging out of her butt. I'm, I'm fucking grossed out. I'm so glad we ate before this part. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, just like a big old fleshy sock, dog, coming out of her butt. It was terrible. Floating in the water. So she's like, are there other people in the water? Well, there has to be. The camera, ma'am. That's fucking gross, dude. Mm-hmm. I would be so pissed if I'm swimming and I'm like, hey, somebody left their fucking floaty and, you know, oh my it, God. It, it was still attached to her, though. And this is like porn? I wouldn't call it porn. <laughs> it's just a gross. Look at this video. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know if I call it porn. <laughs> what do you call it? It's more like a look at this thing. Yeah. It's more like a uh, this is uh this is uh yuck. Take a look at that. Not my favorite, you know? Well, you can see a bunch of weird shit on Twitter. Twitter shows damn near everything. Seriously, do you see that Elon Musk shit where they're, like, people hate him right now. They hate him. Do they? I think it's what, because he's, he, um, well, he bought it for $44 billion or some yeah. shit. And then he's uh, not putting any type of censorship on it. So people, mm. either people love it or they people hate it. But he's going, he's, like, roasting people. Mm-hmm. Like, Elon Musk is roasting people on yeah. Twitter. He's going against uh, AOC. I saw that. That shit's hilarious. It that shit made me laugh. It was funny. It was a funny exchange. Yeah. He's a funny, funny rich man, dude. I think I think he 
really more so than he wants to be rich, he wants to be a funny guy. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. He, he loves just he he loves the concept of being like a funny guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This fool walked into the office and he wore a sink saying, "Let that sink in." I saw it. I was like, "That's a that's a miss for me, guy." Cool. A lot of work for that joke. Oh, I appreciate the work so much, and I love it. <laughs> what would you do if you had that type of money? What's the what's the first thing you would do? First thing I would do? Uh, well, this is boring, but you know, buy my friends and family houses, big houses. Okay, not the not the good stuff. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> of course, if I have forty four billion, all my friends would live in the same cul de sac with me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, all you guys are living here. The houses are free. Million dollar houses for everybody. Yeah, just yeah. enjoy it. Mm -hmm. All you gotta do is have to pay the property tax. That's it. Yeah. Um, after I pay the property tax, that's so much. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Enjoy. Oh my god. Um. First thing, if I if I had just buku stupid money like that, just ridiculous shit, um, get a giant private jet, fly all over the world, um, take Chia, take the family, huge ass jet, um, just not do shit for like a year. Probably. I feel like your life wouldn't change much. I mean, cause, I mean, I do what makes me happy. Yeah. You know? Maybe um, with Chia, I feel like her life wouldn't change much either. Yeah. I mean, she would, we would hire a team of nannies <laughs> to not even like take care of the baby, but just to clean everything. Full so, laundry, clean yeah, the house. So we could only just focus on playing with the babies. Um, pay Chia a shitload of money and then... So she could turn away when I have like a huge orgy of like just like crit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, that's something else I can't do. If what? I ever had the option to have a threesome, I can't do it. Even if Mariel gave you the option, too much work. How do you do it? You how do you? How do you? How do you do this? There's too much. It's already a lot of work with one person. How do you do? I would go in with a plan. I think. I think I'd be like, hey, let's do this. Start off with both you guys sucking me off at the same time. <laughs> Why me? Look at me. Both you guys. Both, both, like, both of y'all. You and you and Bart. Both of you guys just making out while sucking on my peen at the same time. Right. That's some good beginning situation. And then I think you. It's. it's I think you all kind of just have to maneuver it right. Like I mean, I think you I don't feel pressure though. Like you don't feel pressure to to make sure that there's two people that need to feel good here. I mean. That's a lot of fucking work. Yeah, I'd pop a blue chew for sure, um, just to make sure. And I, I think it would be ideal if the two girls were into each other. So even if I busted fast, they could still, you know, continue to do their thing. You know what I'm saying? Selfish motherfucker over <laughs> here, dude. This guy, dude. That's the most guy answer I've ever heard in my life. Well, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Yeah, um, and then after that, I feel like I, I would like a situation where one girl rides my face while the other one bounces on my penis. And, like, ideally, like, in an ideal world, right, they'd be looking at each other and also making out while this is happening. Damn, how hot would that be? That's so much work. No, you just, you, you just lay there. Oh, that's easy stuff for me then. That's how I have sex anyways. <laughs> but you would do it 
With your pants around your ankles, though. <laughs> no, I would. <laughs> I would do it when I stick my dick right through my boxers. <laughs> I don't even take down my pants. And and your mouth is in. You're, you're wearing a full face mask, but you're you're wearing a Nacho Libre mask. <laughs> oh, the pussy gives me powers. <laughs> the eagle eggs. <laughs> they, they give me powers. The eagle eggs. They do nothing. But yeah, you know, for sure, that's a lot of pressure. Um, I would either like, you know, I feel like I would pop some type of pill. Um, it was funny mm. when I, when I first had sex ever, mm. I was so self-conscious of my body. I, I wouldn't take off my shirt. I mean, I, I didn't know there was a lot of guys who did that. I get it. Cause they weren't very, uh, confident about their yeah. physical looks. So they would just keep their shirt on. Mm-hmm. And I did that after a while. I was like, this is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm making this fucking shirt off. I don't give a fuck. Once again, you're proving my point. This is why I get butt naked when I poo. Yeah, but you get sweaty with the shirt on. And it starts to stick stick on you. I'm not getting sweaty when I'm pooping. Oh, that's right. You're in and out. That's right. Yeah, it's it's different. It's I'm different. fast. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so when did you finally, what made you be like, you know what? I'm taking my shirt off. This is ridiculous. It was actually the girl that I was with. She, um, she's, she's like, like, take it off. She's like, honey. I was like, and I just looked at her. I was like, I don't want to. And she was like, just, it looks so, it's like, it looks me looking at you makes me feel uncomfortable because <laughs> it's just you look uncomfortable. Mm. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll just take it off. Right. And the funny thing was, like, at the time when this was happening, I wasn't even that big. It's right. just I wasn't, like, the ideal, you know, muscular dude. Because, you know, you, you start watching porn and porn starts to fuck with your head a little yeah. bit because you feel like you have to look a certain way, blah, 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 blah. How do you think women feel, man? Great, dude. <laughs> Girls are fucking amazing, man. <laughs> Y'all just y'all just hot as shit <laughs> out here with your titties all out, flipping and flopping all over the place. But then they, but they, the, the what women have to go to not, but I mean, I'm saying you begin to understand why so many women have like you know eating disorders and like are so self conscious of everything, buy all these products to make themselves look cute because of the goddamn influence of the media and the. Way got, they think they're supposed to look. You I know? got an eating disorder too. I eat too much. Shit. But I do get it though. Like, but, it's weird. And did Be- you feel free after you took your shirt off and began yeah, to Yeah, it was fucking <laughs> great, man. Like having sex without clothes on was the best thing on earth. <laughs> <laughs> there was um, there was a point too, like when you're, when you're a big person, especially a lot of dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, saw, I, I cut that shit out early, which is weird because I, you know, there's dudes that go swimming. And they would wear their shirt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that shit would look so uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? And I did that in the beginning at first. And I was like, this is dumb. And I just took off my shirt. And the reason why was because just because you have a shirt on, it doesn't mean people don't know you're fat. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just a fat guy with a shirt in the water. Unless they have giant areolas. Well, I'll tell you this, though. Here's the worst part about it. Like, when, when big dudes would wear shirts and they would go into the lake or some shit uh-huh. or, or they're in the swimming pool— it just looks like a wet t-shirt contest. It looks worse. <laughs> it looks way worse. Right. It like it shows the titties. It like, accentuates everything. Yeah, it looks yeah. way worse. Right. When I was uh I went I went hiking. Uh this was uh during like the springtime this year. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy that was there and he knows he's he's a fan. And he knows, you know, I lost a lot of weight. He goes, Yeah, man, you're doing it. Like I'm 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 here hiking because of you, because I wanna, you know, look good or whatever. Whatnot. I was like, hey man, do whatever you're doing. And then, you know, I take off my shirt and I go into the waterfall. And then you see, I see him and he's like kind of staring like he, 
Like, he could tell he wants to go in. I was like, why don't you just go in? He goes, nah, nah, I can't do that. I just got to take off my shirt. Mm. And I looked at him and I was like, just fucking go in the waterfall, man. <laughs> And he goes, he's like, nah, I just, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want people to look at me with my, just like, nobody's going to fucking look at you. Right. Nobody is looking at you. Nobody cares as mm -hmm. much as you do. Mm -hmm. I was like, if you are preventing yourself from doing something that you enjoy simply because you feel like people are staring at you, mm -hmm. who the fuck, they're not going to know you. Mm -hmm. They're not, you're not even going to be a story that they're going to tell at a fucking picnic. Enjoy your life going to that fucking waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> so I fucking forced him in the waterfall. Hilarious. He took off his shit and he said it felt really good. I was like, cool. Did anybody look? Did anybody say anything? Yeah. Nobody fucking cares, man. And they're not going to say anything to your face. Exactly. <laughs> and if they were thinking. And also, too, you shouldn't like stop enjoying the shit that you want to do because you're scared of people's judgment. That's how I live my life, dog. Like I had to tell myself a long time ago that life is too short to worry and to hold yourself back from living your best life because you're worried about what other people are going to think or say, that's so silly. People that you will never see again or even care about or like, who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Especially when we could literally die right now. For reals, dude. We could literally, like a fucking, you know, um, uh, an, an eagle could crash through the ceiling right now and land on the table, shoot us in the head. <laughs> <laughs> America <laughs> And we're done dog So what's the point of worrying about the silly shit I get caught up in some of that shit too sometimes Because it's like I think when you reach a certain level of like success Now you're not so much concerned about The random person But it's more about what your like peers think about the shit that you do mm. And then that shit starts to fuck you up a little bit Right But then there's somebody else that I, that I like He's a friend of mine And I see him he don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. He's like, like he'll say, I'm going to try this. And he just does it. Mm -hmm. And if it fails, it fails. Which I have a lot of that too, but he's even more than more so than me. Sometimes too, I feel like I hold myself back now. Now that like, it's like, oh, I can't go back to that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, but if you want to do it, just fucking do it. Mm -hmm. Here's what fucks me up in terms of like worrying about what other people think. But it's also partly to do with like, I've, life is different now, right? Yeah. Not going to lie, bro. Like, when I get booked for a show and they fly me out and it's like a regular seat, I will try and upgrade it to first class if it's not crazy. Because in my head, when a motherfucker, like if like a fan sits next to me in coach and he's like, damn, Tim's sitting coach. Oh, <laughs> shit. He's like, he was on MTV and he's sitting coach. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been there when I was on a flight and fucking Silk the Shocker was not in first class. He was in my coach area, and this is before I understood that, like, oh, you know, sometimes these different companies book your seats, and sometimes it's too late to upgrade, blah, blah, blah. Um, that happens a lot. Yeah, and I, and I was just thinking, like, damn, Silk the Shark flying coach, he must, have, he must be not doing too good, right? So that'll be in the back of my head sometimes. So I'll always try to upgrade. I mean, yes, I love flying first class, like, um, and if, if it's a possible thing, I'll do it. But also it's like it is in my head, like, oh, what? If a fan sees me, what are they thinking? That's because you're actually successful. I never think about that. <laughs> like, if I'm in first class, I think the opposite. People look at me and they go, what are you doing here? Oh, So I'll, I'll go to coach because I'm like, this is where I belong. I belong in coach. I love when people look at me like I'm not supposed hey, to be you there. you fucked me up. Guess Because I'm going to Hawaii mm -hmm. um, next week because mm -hmm. uh, grand opening for my store is happening. Mm -hmm. I bought first class tickets. <laughs> Because he was so right. Because I've been going back and forth like four times this already in the past like two, three months. Mm -hmm. And my back is killing me. You deserve first class and you're tall as shit. Why not do it? It's because like that mentality of like, I don't, 
I don't need this. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, if my back is hurting for seven days after that flight and I can't do shit, I need it. <laughs> I did coach the first four times and I'm fucking tall as shit. Also, bro, that you don't need it shit is our Asian parents in our heads, dog. <sighs> Not everything in life is something that you need. Sometimes it's just something you want, and that's okay. I know, and I got those first-class tickets, and <laughs> I'm going to be so well-rested, and my back is not going to hurt. And make sure you don't eat before your flight. I That fucks me up because, like, I'm so used to flying coach. For years, I'd be like, yo, let me make sure and eat something before this long-ass flight because I'm not hungry. And then they, well, I fly first-class, and it always includes a meal, and... And I'll be full from the fucking food I had. I'm like, ah, god damn it. I should eat this first class meal. And I'm stuffing myself with this food. So when I fly international, I always fly business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have to. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. Simply just because it's like 15, 16 hours of me sitting up straight. And my, I have a, this like floating rib in the, like this area here that's fucked up. Like it happened because of a car accident. Oh god! And so if I sit for too long, it seizes up and locks up, and it's literally the worst pain ever. Mm. Like I, I had to get steroid shots in there just to numb it out because it hurt that bad. Oh god! So if I sit for that long, I'll die. <laughs> so I'll literally fucking die. And um, every time I fly business, I always try to stay awake because I'm trying to get every amenity. Yes. <laughs> I don't. Don't you fall asleep? They're gonna give you champagne. Ah oh, man. Yeah, it's a struggle. Poor people shit, man. Poor people shit, but that's what helped us work hard. That's why I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to. Oh, we talked about this, you know, but like Veda's going to grow up so spoiled. And I'm like, maybe I should just lock her in a basement for like 10 years, you know, just have her think that's our house. And like, we're just broke. So she feels like I need to work hard so I can take care of my family. You wouldn't be able to do it. (laughs) I, I can barely tell her no when she wants to keep watching Baby Shark. Like, I, I literally can't say no to her. It's the hardest thing. But we're, like, we talked about this even off camera where I know people who I see their level of parenting and it's pretty awesome because you see the end product of their kids and what they enjoy and what they value. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to them. I'm like, how did you do it? They go, and they're very honest. They go, this is the most exhausting way to parent. He goes, I make sure that they only have two hours of, <clears throat> of, of screen time per day, right? Yeah. That's, a, that's the most that they get. And so on their off time, we take them to parks. We put them in plays. They're in like martial arts classes. Uh, the upstairs in the house, we bought them all different types of animals that they have to take care of. So they get what? Their, yeah. <laughs> at nighttime, we do like Nerf wars where we shoot you know Nerf guns at each other. Yeah. I was like, this sounds amazing. He goes, I know, but if you want to do this, you can. But just let you know, I'm tired. Like I'm fucking tired all the time. Bruh. So it's like there's a give and take. Yeah, there's parents who do that and. It's amazing what they can do, like yeah. the relationship that they have. And I really would love to do that. But I don't know how they do it because one person is a fucking physician and the other person works for the state. And That's they crazy. So I don't know how the fuck they're doing this. Doug, I make internet videos about my dick for a living. <laughs> and I get home and I'm like, God, let me just let Veda play with her iPad for like an hour because I can't. Sometimes I'm tired, dog. That's a cool thing, too. They're not even judging other parents either. They were like, no, that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. It's like, but we committed to this and it's been like this for six, seven years and it's working. But they said the first like four years was hell. Like <laughs> having to go to a restaurant and there's you see these other parents and they have iPads yeah. and their kids are calm because they're focused on this. Right. But for them, I <laughs> know. Oh, <laughs> and they had to like give um like bring toys with them and lay it out and so they would play with these toys instead but then they'll throw it and they're like oh you know what i'll pass <laughs> i think I'm, I'm gonna pass too. i think i'm okay because look 
I watched a shitload of TV growing up. Like, literally, like, all day I'd watch TV. And I feel like it really helped shape my sense of humor. So here's what I do with Veda, dog. When we take her to, like, the park for an hour or we take her to little baby classes for an hour, um, we get back home, and I'm completely comfortable with letting her just watch whatever screen because I'm like, we already had, we went outside, we played with some shit. Cool. Because... That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Especially, like, I, I feel like Veda at her age right now, she's so explorative. She's learning now. Mm-hmm. So now it's a lot of no's. Now it's a lot of, I want to do this. I want to do that. They cry. They fall. They scream. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, I just want peace for one second. Bro, and I tell you what, though, dog, because, you know, these these little kid videos are pretty fucking educational. You know what I'm saying? You know what Veda did the other day? Unprompted, uncoached. And, like, yeah, me and Chia have kind of, like, taught this to her a little bit but not really as much as she sees it in the videos she fucking counted to 10 by herself chilling not watching no video not me and Chia being like hey how many of this and that she was looking at our Christmas tree which we already set up she was looking at the ornaments and normally she'll stop at like three right she'd go one two three and then we're like oh cool she can count to three right but then she was like she kept going she's like huh fine we was like oh shit she said hey Sin? And then she was like, the theory of relativity is. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she got to 10, me and she were like, oh, shit. Thanks, Elmo. Because we didn't teach oh, you that shit. The kids will be watching Sesame Street for sure. Yeah, man. They're going to be watching Reading Rainbow. Oh. They're going to watch Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> I'm doing all that shit. All that old shit? I think so. Because the old shit back in the day wasn't, the idea of it wasn't like, how can we get more views? Mm. It was more like, what are these things that kids need to learn? Mm-hmm. And I think Mr. Rogers was that. I grew up on Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm, so like same. Mr. Rogers was like one of those first people that kind of instilled like value in me. Mm. Like you're very special. Your thoughts are important. Your feelings are important. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I fuck with, like even when I watched Mr. Rogers as an adult, cause, you know, rest in peace, homie. Mm-hmm. I miss you. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> are you serious? Dude, he died in a knife fight at a bar. He fought 17 people. He sliced all their throats. Okay. And then after that, he snapped one of their legs off right before he died. And the guy plunged a fucking hunting dagger in his chest. He goes, not in my neighborhood. Took it out of his chest, stick it in the other guy's chest. And he goes, I hope I got you and affected you in your heart. And then he put on a sweater (laughs) and walked out. Walked out. And then he was never to be seen again. Well, that's cool. Yeah. But Mr. Rogers died. The heck? It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. Beautiful. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Would you be mine? Would you be mine? Well, guys, (laughs) that wraps up this episode (laughs) of Deuce Behind the Foods. And remember, if you don't feel loved out there, that's because you aren't. So, So, bye. Yo, it's the dudes behind the foods. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with Hero Bread. Okay. Hero Bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 